baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldrop. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in Sports Talk 977, the Monday edition of The Edge. That's right, it's the 13th day of November. It seemed like it was May yesterday, 2017. Thanks for joining us, being spending a little part of your morning with us. We're honored and very pleased that uh, you're choosing to do so. We're brought to you, as always, by somebody very honorable as well, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, simply the best pet care you're going to get anywhere in the free world, folks. Give him a call at 318-345-4545, or better yet, go see him, but call and make an appointment before you go. On U.S. 165 North in Monroe, uh, right down from Brookshire's on 165. Uh, John Tabor running the show, A Death Board, this morning. Jamie Fox, Terry Waldrop, lots of stuff to get into. Uh, lots of wailing and gnashing of teeth. This is setting up. Okay, This is setting up geniusly the push for an 18 playoff. You have all these teams. Which two-loss team are you going to kick out? You know, I mean, which one is not good enough to be in it? This sets up perfectly for an 18 playoff, especially if Armageddon had came in and Alabama didn't squeak out Mississippi State. That was 25, 26 seconds away from being a reality. I, w- I watched the game and I thought it would have been a tie ball game at that point. Could have gone OC and then see, but uh, yeah, Alabama does what Alabama has to do. Yeah, you got to give Jalen Hurts, uh, bless you. You got to give Jalen Hurts and Alabama oh, credit without question. And then everybody's bagging on Dan Mullen. Oh, he went too conservative. He should have went forward. Every, you know, everybody's. No, I think uh, I think Mississippi State played about as well as they could play. Uh, just didn't make enough, as Dan Mullen said, didn't enough, uh, make the plays late. Uh, maybe Todd Graham pulls that, you know, he. I think he blitzed four or five times in a row, and that's kind of what, obviously, good Brian Dabble picked up that on the sidelines and the slant inside, and boom, it's uh, it's history. But uh, State played a whale of a ball game, just didn't do enough to finish them, and uh, you're not going to. Good teams like Alabama, and they do have a difference maker in Jalen Hurts at quarterback. There's no doubt about it. But Terry, there's a lot of uh, that. That beat down Auburn put on Georgia um, was was unbelievable. Uh, I got to see a good bit of that one. To quote, uh, let me go back to this for a second. And Hogan, you are right. I'm sorry. Uh, Oklahoma has one loss to Iowa State. Uh, by the way, did you see the Iowa State disputed catch in the end zone? I did. That was my friend's buddy, son. Lazard or Mur- Murdoch? Murdoch, yes. And, and as much as I love Marchie Murdoch, which uh-huh. is the son's name and the dad's name, uh-huh. and Marchie played at Arkansas State back in the day. Okay. Uh, great, great friend of mine, really good basketball coach, now administrator, served in the military. But his son is up there, and he transferred from Illinois, so he was a graduate transfer. He's played a he's played a, a big role. In yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a legit. He was a four star coming out of uh, yeah. out of high school in Dallas, Fort Worth. And, Somehow ended up at Illinois. I'm still not. I think there's a family tie. At any rate, uh, I saw the, the play. As much as I love Marchie Murdoch, he didn't make it. He didn't make a catch. <laughs> no. And uh, it was a tie, sorta. But to credit to him, he tried to take the ball. It was a woefully underthrown pass. He did the best he could to try to come back and get that. He, without Marchie Murdoch, Iowa State's not having the season they've had. Uh, six and four, which isn't great in a lot of books, but a lot of close. If you're up. Iowa State. 
and this has been Iowa State's mo in the last few years. You know, they've been able to play people close, but and and this year they pulled out a couple of upset wins, but. Oklahoma State uh, holds on and wins that one 49-42 in Ames. And, and you're right, Terry, that, that was no question of an interception. Uh, but darn, uh, Iowa State, Murdoch pulls that one out, which he's done in the past. And uh, you know, Iowa State, But Iowa State's relevant. Oh. That guy's probably going to get a job out of this. Yeah, Matt Campbell probably is. He's, uh, he's in the second year there and uh, probably at some point can parlay that into, if not this year, but uh, – Oh gosh, we could, uh, you know, finally the uh, the guillotine finally fell on Butch Jones and and uh, you see what he's going to make a month through 2022. No, like 250 grand a month. I'll take it. Yeah, so Butch is going. Yeah, fire me Tennessee. Well, I think they gave him the option of, of getting fired now or waiting till the season's over. Like, dude, if you're going to fire me, fire me. Yeah. And they've already had four kids decommit, which is going to happen. Yeah. If you're Tennessee, if I'm Tennessee today, I'm calling Dan Mullen. I'm, I'm beating Florida to the punch. You, if you're Tennessee, you got to act first. Okay? No. You've got to act first if you're Tennessee. You can't wait. You can't pull a Joe Oliva and think that you're going to go out there and outdo. You think that Florida is going to out or Tennessee is going to outdo Florida and some of these? No, Florida. I mean Tennessee. You're Nebraska. You better go get somebody today. I think you'll see. Uh, I think that I, I would think Florida's probably already made a call to Bob Stoops to put feelers out on him. I think, obviously, we're hearing this. Feelers, crap. You better be having somebody. You better be in final negotiations with somebody right now. Well, they obviously, Chip Kelly's obviously in the conversation. Uh, They're called to NFL execs and things like that. Kyle says they're going to hire Chip Kelly. Here's the thing about Chip Kelly. You just don't know if there's a show call still out there with NCAA. That's the wild. That's the wild card with Chip Kelly right now. Supposedly, the, the worst that can come of it, though, seriously, is, is uh, Greg Sankey has to sign off on it as the commissioner of the SEC. But you don't know what it is. That's the thing. We don't know what it is. Yeah. Well, they're trying to find that out because the biggest. Oh, they problem, know. The biggest problem Florida's got is they're tired of not having an offense. You no, know, yeah. the biggest problem Florida. You need a superstar as your head coach. Right. You need to go right down I ninety five and pick up the Lane Train, Lane Kiffin. He's a difference maker. He is a difference maker. He is the media star you want. We haven't been successful, you know. I, I would, I would roll the dice with Lane Kiffin if I'm Florida. Well, then you live, then you see who, who's the, uh, you know, obviously Tennessee's still going to stoop. You go after. You absolutely go after Bob Stoop. You got to, and I'm sure he's going to play it anywhere. And, and, and oh Florida. God, here comes the challenge. Well, John Gruden. I mean. Good Lord. Yeah. Well, you remember, like, World War II, Kilroy was here? That's John Group. Uh, every game, every, you know, if, if Tennessee if, does hire him, we'll, we'll be eating a lot of crow. If but Arkansas Monticello's job comes open, you know, the John Gruden has a first cousin that's married to the mailman who's, uh, whose friend went to the vet up there. They said John Gruden's wife was house shopping in Monticello. Uh, listen, on, you uh, quit, quit, quit in on the bowl weeds. I like the bowl weeds. I do too. I'm saying John, and, the mule, and the mule riders. If, if a rack state had an opening, somebody yeah, would say, John Gruden will be coming here. That's true. Uh, John Gruden is probably, uh, I think he makes 6.5. John Gruden is Rick Flair's an announcer. Works three three days a week or whatever. Probably without devices, but he's that yeah. kind of person. We'll see. To go back to Georgia, though, and, and I want to get into this, and we're going to get into this pretty heavily. To go back to Georgia, let's quote old Ric Flair. To be the man, you got to beat the man. And, uh, boy, uh, the Auburn is, is all of a sudden to, 
to uh, steal Tim Brando's line, they are the ultimate fly in the ointment right now. Because, uh, are they, JB, uh, if, they, they, if they beat, obviously, ULM in Alabama, which I think is a distinct possibility now because Alabama's depth is being, quite, uh, being brought into play, which I never thought would happen. Alabama's vulnerable now. They are vulnerable. Uh, they're still darn good because they're so deep. But if if Auburn manages to win that game, which I can't see Auburn being a favorite at this point, but oh, but I could see out of here with that. But I could see Auburn. Well, I mean, a close. I think you're going to see Alabama number game. one. Yeah, and now Auburn went into this game at number ten. I think they're up to number six. Let me throw a, a curveball at you. I would. It would be interesting. Here, here's SEC. and then beat Georgia again. Here's SEC hater fan. This this is SEC I mean, fan hater. I hope Auburn wins the game against Alabama, and then I hope they lose to Georgia to the SEC title game, and the SEC is shut out. That's SEC hater. That that's their that's their dream. Oh, you can believe there's a lot of people that feel that way, and it'd be awfully tough to beat Georgia twice. But first, first they got to take care of. Uh, Okay, the rest of the schedule. Quint, Quint throws and, uh, this up here. Alabama lies ahead. Quint, Quint throws this up here. And, and Quint, I'm going to get you some rehab. I'm going to get you the, the rehab number here. Dan Mullen to Florida. Plausible. John Gruden to Tennessee. <laughs> Chip Kelly to Arkansas. Can you see Chip Kelly, Mr. Just like West Coast, big to Arkansas? He would need counseling. That would be a Lane Kiffin to Texas A&M is an interesting uh, – I haven't really thought about that with Quint, but – that is an interesting. Kevin Sumlin's not out yet. I, I Kevin Sumlin's going to take another job. But, I mean, he'll win, he'll leave of his own accord. Uh, if they don't fire, I mean, he's dead. I mean, he's Les Miles 2.0. I mean, let's just say he goes and, and goes to a decent bowl. You got Ole Miss here. and LSU. You got Ole Miss, LSU. You lose, by, so people are still going to be pissed because you're not playing for a national championship. You know, like Texas A&M plays for a lot of national championships throughout history. Yeah, but nonetheless, don't let reality. Don't let facts and reality get in the way of your delusion. I mean, your aspiration. No, you had it right the first time. Oh, my delusion. God. Um, yeah, I, mean, I think as you could see, you know, a lot of dominoes fall. Um, as you, you know, Chip Kelly is obviously the biggest wild card right now because he's, you know, not contractually bound. Now, can he get cleared? That's the biggest question. I think the question with Mullen is, does Scott, what do you believe the, the does did Mullen and Strickland have a uh, somewhat of a uh, strained relationship? Florida, Jamie, has to hire a rock star. There are no two ways about it. Tennessee needs to hire one. I'm going to tell you who would fit at Arkansas. Petrino? Besides Petrino. Les Miles. That is an excellent match for Les Miles in Arkansas. It would, put, it would, it would add fuel to that fire of the LSU-Arkansas rivalry. Les Miles is going to have an axe to grind. He's going to be motivated. The guy can recruit like nobody else. Arkansas, you've been miserable. Terry, since Bobby Petrino showed up. I just don't think Les Miles is going to get another head coaching job. I don't. But then people are stupid. I think Oregon State's out there. I think Nebraska may be open. Nebraska would fit for him. Oregon State, not as much, I don't think. And I'm not sure. I'm honestly not sure Arkansas, Jeff Long's going to pull the plug, even though I think he's got to, Jamie. Are they going to pull the plug on him? Well, they might. Uh, and rightfully so. Look, as an AD, you are married to your football Butch, and your basketball coach. Period. Butch Jones was thirty-four and twenty-seven at uh, at Tennessee, and it wasn't good enough. And I think these blowouts have, you know, I, I don't think anybody's necessarily it's just one of those things where it wasn't a good fit. And that's what's so important in this job. And I think, you know, Dan Mullen has been 
had the opportunity to leave Starkville in the past. I think this is the year it happens. If he's offered, obviously, if he's offered either Florida or Tennessee, he'll take either one of those, I think. Trent tells me Les is too old for a big program. Nebraska wants Scott Frost. Hey, I'm going to go with people that have won at the biggest level in college football. That, that, that's just me. If I'm the AD, I want to splash higher. Let me tell you what's bothered, what's hurting Les Miles. The, yes, his age, unfortunately, and I, I, I don't think it should, it's fair, but, yeah, I think his age is working against him. Number two is, you ever heard of Bill Snyder? His inability, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, but I would give Les a chance at a place like Arkansas or Nebraska. But uh, how does that work? I mean, hold that thought. I want to come back to that because i got about five or six. Actually, he is, he is in, I, I do think he is in the mix at Arkansas. I, I've got five, five or six. Actually, it's a lot more than that now. Uh, at any rate, you're on to Sports Talk 97.7 The Edge. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, this segment brought to you by friends at Work Gourmet Pizza by Design. Celebrate your LSU victory or uh, whatever victory or drown your losses, whatever you want to do, go see my friend Jay and company at Powerworks Gourmet Pizza by Design, Tower Drive in Monroe. The Edge rolls on after this break. The Edge with Terry Waldrop is back and better than ever. Hit Terry up at 888-993-7762 to join in on all the fun. And welcome back to Sports Talk 97.7, the Edge, Terry Walter, Jamie Fox, Tabor running the show, oh, death. Second segment here, your text, the more smarmy, the better, 888 I love people that argue with me while I'm married. Uh, some of you guys that are married can appreciate that. You guys that are divorced can really appreciate that. It's called uh, plaintiff. Yes, uh, I'm still signing my last name. Okay. Quint tells me the Gruden will coach again before last. Hogan said, "Hey, look, I'm a diehard Hawks fan. I've said it for two years. Les Miles, please coach Arkansas. Love the show. Thank you, Hogan, very much. On that. um, that's an Arkansas fan saying that. Uh, here's an aside. You could do a lot worse than Les Miles. Uh, the, the dude is the winningest. Oh my God, people. Mike Norvell. Here, here's a here's Carter. This I want to give Carter Bryant of uh, of El Dorado, who was on the show with uh, Sean, good friends of, of our show. Uh, he's a big Arkansas fan, and, and he was his third choice. But the, the, the names in play at Arkansas are obviously Gus Malzahn, who is an Arkansas native. But of course, obviously, if Auburn wins out. Or if he's just tired of Auburn, that, I, that's the only reason I can see. They're going to fire him this time last year. Yeah, it, earlier in the year. It, if he's just tired of the foolishness at, at, at Auburn, he might go to Arkansas. Yeah, but I there's no foolishness in Arkansas. Well, there's no delusional fans. Although that fan base has been kicked to the teeth for the past eight years, well, so they might be a little bit more humble. You've got Brett Belima, and they're so I think he's got about a fifteen percent uh, popularity rate. The other, the three, obviously, and this is the one where the dominoes start falling. The three hottest young coaches are. Mike Norvell at Memphis, Matt Campbell at Iowa State, and, of course, Scott Frost at Central Florida. All at mid-major programs and that have won. Every one of them. Nobody's won at a high-major level. And then somewhat young is Lane Kiffin. And obviously, if any of those, obviously, you could look of, of all those to leave the first, you probably think it'd be Kiffin. Sign me up for the Lane train. He leaves schools faster than he leaves wide. Hey, um, mid-major programs, take notes. Yeah. And Florida Atlantic's doing the same thing Louisiana Tech has done for years. Go get you a big name. Yep. Let them win. They're going to springboard out. You realize they're probably going to do that, and you go get you another guy 
that does the same thing. You know why? It works. We're not reinventing the wheel. And all of a sudden, a lot of us think that Tech and Skip Holtz can't coach anymore. Okay, uh, Danny, Danny and Eris, uh, Les Miles would be great at Nebraska. They've never been able to pass the ball. He's a great recruiter. Uh, Team Charles, whoever hires Les Miles has to understand uh, there is no reason to hire a big money offensive coordinator. He's a decent recruiter, and he can win games. His team's going to line up, go nose and nose. The coordinator will not be installing any offensive scheme, and he can't win the trenches. He won't win the game. Les Miles is a recruiter extraordinaire. People that don't like him will even acknowledge he is one of the best recruiters in the game. If you want to question that, go back and replay the after the Texas A&M game and listen to Leonard Fournette's interview. Yep. This is the kid that was a frontrunner for the Heisman Trophy. This is why probably here. the most uh, visible recruit LSU has arguably ever had. I'm here because of Les Miles. We are here because of Les Miles, period. Doesn't mean nobody else can recruit or coach. Leonard Fournette tells you all you need to say. Trent says, I don't think Lance Les wants to coach against LSU because he's beloved in Baton Rouge. I think he knows as good as anybody. It's how much as Nick Saban is hated. Nebraska will be the perfect fit. Scott Frost uh, all the way. We'll see. Uh, King Charles, he's proven he doesn't understand how to call plays up on the field. We saw that for a year. King, with all due respect, Les Miles has forgotten more football than anybody listening to this show, myself included, will ever know. Uh, the people at Michigan would love to have uh, an offensive line coach. I mean, Les Miles has is, is still got tread on him. <laughs> Quit killing me. If you want three yards in a cloud of dust, get Les Miles. He'll get you the Outback Bowl every year. Hey, hey, Arkansas, hey, Tennessee, how does the Outback Bowl sound right now? Really good is the answer to that question. Listen, I, I think firing Les Miles cost them Dylan Moses and some other recruits. Am I, am I, I think the call had to be made. Perhaps, yes. But... Uh, okay, let me. I think this. I think it's only going to be as good as long as Canada and Aranda are there. Um, I'll give Orgeron credit. I think he's smart enough to let his coaches coach, although he didn't in the Troy game. Um, we don't know that. Les Miles is well. We do know that Les Miles was a very successful coach. Let's just leave it at that. Uh, but obviously, you know, Tennessee didn't think Butch Jones was worth. They, they, they jettisoned him. What are the results, Jamie? That's what you're looking at. Let me, yeah, let me address what, what, the results. Now, what makes people think all of a sudden Scott Frost, Matt Campbell, and Mike Norvell? i got two words for you. Tom Herman. How's that worked out for you, Texas? Five and five. Woo! <laughs> uh, King Charles, let's get them uh, to the school, but they're not ready, but they're ready to leave as soon as possible. Fournette didn't want to play in a ball game for him. Look, Leonard Fournette, had that been a Final Four game, would have played in, a, in the bowl game. Leonard Fournette had been injured all year. Leonard Fournette, no matter who the coach was, was leaving after his junior year to go for the millions upon millions of dollars in the NFL. Did he want to go play in a in a really virtually meaningless bowl game? No, because he was semi-injured, and that is a business decision. had nothing to do with Les Miles. Guys, you got to understand something. People on the outside of this, you don't know the dynamic relationship, and some are good, some are bad, just like families and, and marriages. Some head coaches have great relationship with the players. You have good cop, bad cop. Some are good, some are bad. Ultimately, at the end of the day, as the head coach, you're accountable for everything that goes on in your program. Uh, Brett Malima, the Arkansas kid, got a DUI, the quarterback. Uh, Kelly. Uh, you know what? You know who ultimately is accountable for that? Besides the kid? Brett. Your head coach. Yep. It, had, it ain't like Malima's out there throwing in beers. You are accountable as a head coach. Uh, it, uh, it was less. Did he have criticism that was due him? Yes. You got people that Nick Saban had lost that game. 
you would have had fanboys on the internet. Oh, the game has passed him by. Here's what I'm telling you. Just because it's new and improved and the bells and whistles are on it, uh, there's guys who have been doing this for a long time and very successful. Bill Snyder comes to mind. Saban comes to mind. D'Antonio comes to mind. David Shaw comes to mind. Oh, what all these guys have in common? Yeah, they're there every year. They're not flashing the pants. Well, D'Antonio did have a down year last year, 4-8, and eight, but look at his track record at Michigan State. Clint at Iowa, who I've criticized Iowa all the time. You can't argue with that guy's results. He's been there 16 years. You cannot argue with his results. No. I mean, so let's go get the guy from Winona State because he won 11 games this year. It listen, doesn't work that way, folks. There's a lot of programs in the country that would love to have Iowa's schedule and consistency, whatever, even though the schedule's weak. And Wisconsin, well, I mean, can, can Wisconsin, I'm praying. I mean, and I'm not anti-Wisconsin, but I'm praying somebody beats us because the Badgers have not played a very tough schedule this year. But how can you keep them out? You can't. If they go undefeated, they're in, Jamie Foxx. And they win the Big Ten title game. How can you keep They them are out? in if they're undefeated, period, end of story. When everybody got beat last weekend, that just pushed them up even further. Sure. Monty, you know, we're going to get into our top four here, and we'll do our rankings here maybe in the third or fourth segment. But um, are we getting any more texts? Uh, we've got a bunch of texts. RJ says Florida needs to throw the bank at Stoops. I'm sure they, they already have. You have got to hire. And now nowadays, in the last five years, I would say, you have to hire rock stars as your head football or basketball coach. As good as Jim McElwain is, and I think the guy's a really good coach. You know why I think that? Saban wouldn't have hired him otherwise. All right? Uh, he wouldn't have had the success he's had. McElwain will land on his feet somewhere. McElwain will be fine. So will less. I mean, if he wants, you know, everybody, oh, they're not very good. Yeah, they're elite-level coaches. I know that you won the Grey Wild League two years in a row with your vaunted odds. These guys are at a different level, folks. Do they make mistakes? Wait a minute. Do they make mistakes? Absolutely. Dan Mullen and uh, what's the uh, Grantham? Uh, what's the guy? Uh, Grantham. Yeah, they're being, oh, they, should, they went way too concerned. You don't think these guys were trying to win that game the other day? You put everything in your favor and you have to make decisions. If it works, you're a genius. If it doesn't work, you're an idiot. If, you know, look, I sat at a high school football game Friday night. Sitting in the stands and I sat with different, behind a different group of people. It's unbelievable. How some of the fans are. Well, anybody knows you do that. I mean, it's like some lady up there just killing them. And another guy who obviously, I, I think he knew it was football, but I'm not sure he knew it wasn't soccer. I mean, just some of the most ridiculous comments you've ever, and I hear it in every game I go to, and it's funny. Everybody can coach and grill men. I mean, I just started to look at them like they're idiots. Everybody, they don't like me. Everybody can coach and grill And look, and I can't coach. I'll be the first to tell you I can't coach. I think I do a decent job managing players. Uh, and the better the players, the better I manage. But it's an unexact science. It's not like surgery, you know. <laughs> it's not like we're going to – everything goes according to plan and you're a genius when it does and you're an idiot when it doesn't. Kerry, I think the example of, of better players was the Alabama-Mississippi State game. Uh, is, is, is Nick Saban the best coach in college football? Yeah. But one of the reasons he's the best coach is that he acquires the best talent. Put Nick Saban. Now they've got you put Alabama four linebackers down like they are now and have some players. Uh, it's an equalizer, but let's let's face it, it's depth. It was the difference in the LSU game. It's the difference in that Mississippi State game. <laughs> you got third stringers there that are going to be in the NFL. <laughs> we got to take a, really a bunch of. T-
Daniel Reed. You're listening to Sports Talk 97.7, Terry Walton, Jamie Fox, The Edge. Thank you for joining in a spirited discussion and debate. Uh, Hogan, Charlie, King Charles, uh, have, the rest of you guys. I have a feeling you're going to call me something after the break, or maybe during the break. Continue <laughs> rolling in with the text. I love them. Even when I get to debate with you, which I really, really enjoy, and I keep it respectful. Let's do it. Let's do it. Well, until I get mad, then I won't be respectful. But hey, that's probably a long way. We away. got thirty minutes. We got thirty to minutes late to, to tick off Walter. So, <laughs> at any rate, you're hey, what you can't do on the deck, I'll yeah. try to do here. Yeah, does that mean we're number one? Oh, oh uh, my bad. Okay. At any rate, you're listening to Sports Talk ninety-seven-seven. This type of broadcast by Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law, tremendous North Louisiana attorney, specializing in criminal defense, well, death, personal injury, whatever you need. Bobby is there for you. Give him a call today, folks. Three one eight three two four one four one one. Roberto Manning, attorney at law. Back in a minute. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's the edge with Terry Waldrop. Hey, welcome back in. Sports Talk 97.7. The Edge. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Fox, Tabor running the board of death today. Terry, is somebody taking issue with you on a few things? I love it. Uh, other, other than the, myself. The 968s. Les Miles, a, a great leader of young men. <laughs> uh, Hogan says, Champions we will not take Gus Malzahn. I hate him. He left Arkansas. Les Miles or Art Browse, even if people hate him. Art Browse, there's a good. Hey, how about this, Arkansas fan? Would you buy this? If this could only be done in the South, Jamie Foxx. Les Miles is the head coach. Art Browse is the offensive coordinator. Yes. Yes. And, and the, Whoa, sweet pig. In the, I'm uh, there. Where do I sign the up? Women's rights people at MSNBC are already <laughs> on their way to Fayetteville to do news conferences live from Fayetteville. I've become the biggest Arkansas fan if Les and Art Browles are there. Two old codgers just like me. Putting I'm, the band back together. I, it's like the Beatles, man. I love it. I like it. Uh, Charlie says Wisconsin won't get higher in five unless we have another weekend like this. But I'm telling you what, Charlie, and I hope I'm wrong. Let me say this. J.D. Fox, I hope I'm wrong, but I am not, and I'll tell you why. If Wisconsin goes undefeated, if they run the table, they are 100% in. No matter what, you are not going to keep an undefeated Power 5 team out of the college football playoff unless there's five undefeated teams, and then you throw the one out. There's no way you can go in that committee, can look at people and go, you know what, I know you're undefeated, but we got four teams better. They're not. Now, Arguably, are there four teams going to be better? Yes. Well, you know what? You may have another undefeated team to, to think about. Who? They're not going to make it because they're not in a power conference in Central Florida. Get out of here. Yeah, that, Just leave. Well, I mean, but the argument could be made for Houston was in the mix, all these schools, but no, no it's all. You're not five. a power five program. Sorry, it ain't happening. You don't think Central Florida no. be Florida State? I do not. You don't think they could be no, Florida State? No, I do not. Or Florida? No. I, well, maybe Florida. Central Florida? I don't think they're up and down. You're they're, high. You're high, man. No. Central Florida could beat the crap out of Florida. I don't, think, Florida I don't think so. I don't At least Florida, I know they could. I, that, I would give you maybe. That's a toss-up game. No, this is not. And, and Florida State just having a bad year. I'm going to give them that. Who, but, is, who is Central Florida play? I mean, who would they be? Seriously. And I'm not knocking Well, then guys. why is everybody trying to get their coach then? Because everybody he turned it around. Everybody wants the next big. Do you know thing. what Central Florida was before Scott Frost took that job? Zero and twelve, and they were really good before that because the quarterback that they had down there, George Leary and Blake Mortals. Blake Mortals. They, right. They've been really good. So here is who Florida. Uh, yeah, well, we didn't.
Troy could beat LSU either, did we? And we you did. And we didn't think that Iowa State could beat Oklahoma, did we? Or in Oklahoma. And we didn't Power think five, no. baby. And we didn't There's think. There's a difference, Jamie. There's a difference. Overall, yes. There's but a difference. Overall, yes, there is a difference. Boise State runs the Statue of Liberty to beat Oklahoma in the was it Sugar Bowl or whatever it was. No, it was a Fiesta Bowl, I think, years ago, and that put Boise State on the map. Yeah. TCU beats Wisconsin, of all people, in the Rose Bowl. TCU was little brother. They were little brother's friends. Yeah. They, TCU wasn't even little brother. They were little brother's next-door neighbor's friends. They beat Wisconsin in the Rose Bowl because Wisconsin well, you know what? And all of a sudden, boom, they're on the map. Well, you know what? The number two team in the country sucked canal water for a long time, too. And look where they are now. Miami. <laughs> Miami? Yeah, there's power. But here's who they play this year, okay? Uh, Florida, uh, excuse me, Central Florida. They drilled FIU. The game against Memphis was canceled. I want to see them play Memphis. The game against Georgia Tech was canceled. So the two legitimate I think they made, I think they made up the Memphis game. Did they make up Memphis? And they drilled them. Okay. They beat Maryland 38-10. to 10. Uh, the Maine, I think it's the Black Bears from Maine, that game was canceled. They did. They beat Memphis 40-13. to 13. They beat Cincinnati 51-23. They beat East Carolina 63-21. They beat Navy by 10. Uh, they beat Austin P by 40. They beat SMU by a touchdown. They beat Connecticut by a couple touchdowns. They play at Temple and at UC. Jamie, there's nobody in the top 25. There. But in one game. Jamie, there's nobody in the top But you can't put them in. in I'm a not one, saying they're going to. In a one-game thing, if they play Florida. You're not, well, what a great bowl game that would be. Well, yeah. But Florida's not going to make a bowl this year. Or Florida State. Play Florida State, Central Florida in a bowl game. It's a no-win situation for Florida State. You're like going, good God, we really we have to – you haven't played anybody worthy to be considered. In, now, you know, but this what, is the same. I agree with you, but look, at this is the same argument people are making against not putting Wisconsin in there. No, Wisconsin got, is in a Power Five conference that consists of Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan, and Michigan State, and Iowa. It's a legitimate conference. Central Florida. I'm sorry. No, I know. I know. I, I know that's not going to happen. So are they? Here's what Central Florida. Wisconsin's do. argument is much stronger. Here's, than here's what Central Florida could do. Okay. And you're going to see, you saw TCU do this. You see Boise State had tried to do this. Central Florida, Kent, they used to be in our league in the old Transamerica. Yeah. We played at UCF many times. Central Florida, by their location, by the size of their school, and by the virtue of their program becoming much more high profile, they ain't had football that long. No. They could jump to the ACC, or they could jump to a Power Five conference, which I'm sure is in the works. I mean, crap, they may be in the Big 12. The way our geography, you know, don't try to teach geography by, by football or basketball conferences. Right. Could that happen? Yes. And if I'm Central Florida, that's what I'm trying to do because now you're irrelevant. And TCU was joining the Big East. Well, don't do you remember that? Hold on. You remember yeah, that? That's right. They TCU was going to be in the Big East. Yep, I remember that. Simply because their football was not getting the recognition they felt like they deserved. All of a sudden, Texas A&M and Missouri bailed to the SEC, and the Big 12 was like, hey, wait, you're in Dallas. Oh, we loved you the whole time. And that's who exactly kept them out of the Big 12. So now TCU came in, and they're playing with house money. And they've done really well since then, not withholding the, the beatdown by Oklahoma this weekend. But TCU football has been very, very relevant uh, in the past 10 to 12 to 14 years. And you give them credit. Uh, Central Florida run the same deal. Is it the coach? Is it the program? I think it's both. But at the end of the day, they're not in contention for a a Final Four slot in the FBS. I'm sorry, they're not. I remember. It may have been their very first ball game. But I remember Central Florida coming here to play at that point in LU. They didn't even have logos on their helmets. It looked like Neville. 
That's that was Central Florida. It looked like they cobbled together their uniform. Arguably at the time, and it was probably Temple I think, was better. I think it was their first season, and and I think you know the NLU at the time beat them, I believe. But Central, just to go to show you, if you put money in a program, look what they're doing. At even a one one hit wonder at FAU. This More than year. just money, Jamie. It the is commitment by your administration, and you got a forty-five thousand White House Network Stadium too. Unbelievable! Uh, it's a commitment. It's, it is the area. King Charles, I agree. Okay, King, I appreciate that. Miami looked like the truth. They did Notre Dame worse than Bama did in the national championship. When at halftime they asked Kelly what needed to happen in the second half for Notre Dame to get back to the game, and Kelly responded, "Well, maybe Alabama will come out in the second half. I don't know," which is brutal truth. Yeah, look, bright lights. You don't think the Miami kids? had been sick of hearing, you're not good enough, you're not good enough, you're not good enough, you haven't played anybody. Notre Dame comes down with all their arrogance and elitism. And Miami, the Catholics versus convicts, yeah, the Catholics took the worst end of that one. And Miami served notice, and Georgia fans just threw up in the trash can when they saw that one. Not only were they eviscerated by the War Eagles uh, to rub salt into the wounds, Mark Rick, who wasn't good enough, who wasn't good enough, for you, he won 10 games a year. Now vaulted into the number two spot in the country, and uh, Georgia is looking like uh, Sugar Bowl is looking really good for Georgia right now. Well, that's I, where they're going. Again, you've got you know a, a, a proven coach in Mark Rick, who I think it, it, it's a, it's weird because you know Mark Rick's a very Christian guy. It, it, it doesn't seem to be, but of course he went to school in Miami, and he's got that base uh, reignited. He's letting just enough of the old you hang around to, to be uh Baby, they want to win. They want to be relevant. Miami's power to lose. Tennessee, take notes. Yep. Arkansas, take notes. So what does Miami do? Hey, you idiots just fired a guy that wins 10 games a year. It was about three yards away from winning a national championship because had they beaten Bama mm-hmm. in the SEC title game several years back, they would have obliterated everybody else in that in the national championship. So he's three yards away, a yard away from a national championship. You idiots just fired this guy? Yeah, come on down, Mark Rick. Come on back to our program. And in two years, it is the number two team in the country. Deservedly so. Admit it, I was not a big fan of Miami. I was sort of questioning them. But that team has obviously gotten better, Jamie Foxx. Very well deserved. Care to go through LSU opens up with next year? Miami. Yeah, I love it. Play relevant people. It matters. So hats off to Mark Rick, Georgia. Go ahead and make your reservations for the Sugar Bowl against, oh, I don't know, Wisconsin or somebody like that. Uh, that should be riveting. But, look, Notre Dame, you're out. So you, you can't be in the Final Four and get beat by 30. doesn't happen. No, I, I don't think my – unless – you know, I, I, I think the, the powers that be would have loved to have a Notre Dame in there. But I think – What they want, Notre Dame is done. What do you think they want more? Do they want a – undefeated Alabama or one-loss Alabama team or Georgia? Or do they want a a Pac-12s out of it? I can't think of any Washington lost again. Nobody from the West can represent this year. It's got to be a Wisconsin. It's got to be a – Look, Ohio State is still in this thing. Well, again, I I think think (laughs) Auburn can can be the real – How in Hades are we still alive? Hey, guys, we're still in this. Yeah. We're still in it. And you saw what they did this weekend. I think Oklahoma's still in the picture. Oklahoma's very much in the picture. Uh, Oklahoma is, I, I would tell you right now, I'd put 70-30, Oklahoma's in. You could have a two-loss team. You're going to have the Heisman Trophy winner in Baker Mayfield, mm-hmm. who is a very 
popular and or polarizing figure. Uh, I think Clemson or Miami, possibly both if it's a real close game. If that's the only loss Miami has all year, you're going to be very – say Clemson beats them 20-19 to 19 or, you know, a very, very close game, you're going to be very hard-pressed. And let's just say Alabama, Georgia's done. I, I would say that they're one loss. You can't get blown out like that. It just can't happen, guys. Um, I would tell you the same thing if LSU had not lost to what Detroit. If, what if Georgia blows out Alabama, which is not going to happen? I think but. both of them are out. If Alabama gets blown out in the, in the SEC championship one game with one loss, well, yeah. They're going to go out of their way to keep Alabama out. I don't, think, I don't think the committee wants anybody truly from the South with the exception of possibly Clemson. Oh, I don't think Auburn. it's that deep. I, they can't have Auburn. three or four teams. They don't, want, they don't want three. Yeah, they don't want Georgia and Alabama. They want the geographical field. distribution, and, sure. and they want a, Unlike, a diversity of teams across the country. The problem is everybody's sort of mediocre this year. Alabama survived it. We'll talk about this tomorrow. We've got a ton of uh, – text messages to get to. You're listening to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, La Edge rolls on. This segment brought to you by our friends at Vantage and also G.B. Cooley reminding you to support a worthwhile cause, Louisiana Special Olympics. Back on momento Sports Talk 97.7, a member of the Fox Sports Radio Network. Living on the Edge makes weekdays more fun. Especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. And welcome back in. Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx. Uh, Charlie says he agrees with me on Wisconsin because Miami Clemson has to lose in the ACC championship. So he says we should go to an 18 playoff and it would take away from what we had this weekend, the regular season playoff. That's what Notre Dame-Miami was what many of the remaining games will be. This week's top four, Bama, Miami, Oklahoma, Clemson, Wisconsin, Auburn, Georgia, Ohio State, Notre Dame, USC. USC still playing football? They are, and they're, uh, they've lost two, but they're uh, – uh, Bill Hancock, you know, the college football playoff committee, the, the president of all of this, he was – he's steadfast that, that this is going to remain for the – for the foreseeable future, a fourteen playoff because he gets asked that every year, not once but about sixty times. And they and should the media days. And then it should be sixteen. Then it should be thirty-two. Then it should be sixty-four. And then you know what? I'll agree that the, uh, that the uh, non-power five guys go ahead and put them in there. And I do think an eighteen playoff will come at some point, uh, but I don't think it'll be before twenty twenty. Um, and I think that at, at this point. You're probably right, Terry. I think that, you know, unlike conference realignment, I think the playoffs do want geographical distribution because they want the, obviously one of the things they want are those Northeast and, and, and you know, Midwest there's, television. There's even a bigger factor right now, Jamie. With the decline of the NFL ratings and advertisers, Papa John's and people like that, and there's other people that have pulled their stuff back. It's just not being promoted. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, so there is a... A certain market out there of advertisers that college football is going to have that they haven't really had in the past. A lot of the people are generating out of NFL and they're looking for places to put their money for production. So if I have an all Southern college football playoff, eh. But if somehow you worm Ohio State, Wisconsin, enormous fan base, Big Ten fan base, somebody on the East Coast with Clemson, somehow USC, I mean, Oklahoma, big fan base. If you can work that out, all of a sudden now the opportunity for advertising is incredible. 
I'll give you a stat I heard here. This was 10 years ago. The Pac-12, at the time it was the Pac-10, and, and I heard this in New York City at an athletic director's meeting. The Pac-12-10 was making a huge push for the University of Texas right, to go to the Pac-12. And the reason being, and I, and I heard the athletic director, it was, a, it was an ESPN guy actually, that made the comment, he goes, you know, 20% of every television set owned in America, 20% of all the televisions in the United States of America reside in the state of Texas. And so what if I could have a USC-Texas regular season game? So now I've got Southern California market share. i got plus 20% in Texas. Plus you could have people like us going, man, I'd like to see that game. So you conceivably could have a 50% market share on a regional game. Well, while 20% or 25% of the country loves Texas, the other 75, 80, but you tune in to watch them get beat. Because you've got, you've got the long, what the Longhorn Network and the Notre Dame Network, I hate those things because you can't blame them for doing it. It's their right to do it. It's a free country. Uh, the revenue, I don't know if it, if the Longhorn Network has been propped before or not. Uh, incredibly so. Well, all the more reason to hate them. Um, and I'm not against making money, but it gives you such a, you know, uh, and the Notre, that's why I like when Notre Dame loses. You know, they're the ones that started this. It wasn't Texas. Notre Dame started the network. I got no problem with the starting network. And, uh, you know, join a conference, Notre Dame. I mean, you know, because you, you don't want to share any of the money, at least in Texas. Obviously, he doesn't want to give up much of it because that's why A&M left the conference. So, you know, A&M got a better deal. They had a better deal in the Big 12. Look, Oklahoma Do you Texas think, though, do you think if, if, if A&M was getting some of that revenue, from the, do you think A&M would have bolted? Uh, yes. I think it was a genius move by Texas A&M. Oh, I, I can – and think when they joined the conference, Jamie. That was at the pinnacle of the Southeastern Conference dominance in football. I mean, we're not talking about a down year like arguably this year is. All, all due respect to Auburn and Alabama and Georgia, but they are at the pinnacle. LSU is at the pinnacle. Okay. Alabama is at the pinnacle. Auburn is at the pinnacle of their. And then Georgia was really good with Mark Rick, so they fired him. But are your chances of winning the conference championship better? Jamie, it's about well, money. It's about money. And well, yeah, but I mean, you again, if Texas, Texas Tech, all the all the Texas schools. You know, I'm surprised that more Texas schools haven't bolted because of, of, of the... Where are they going to go? Well, it, it, you know, Colorado left to go to the Pac-12. Uh, Nebraska. Yep. You know, you've got some... What I would like to see is true geographical... You ain't going to see that anymore. No, it's done. I mean, like you said, TCU is going to the Big East at some point. And all of a sudden, the, the Big 12 goes, oh, wait, we didn't really mean that. Um, the Big 12 is, is one team. Is Texas or Oklahoma... Uh, move away from being folding. Big 12 is precarious. It is. Because what you're going to have left with, if Texas fails to the Pac-12, which at some point I think they will, uh, it would not surprise me to see Oklahoma go to the SEC at some point. I, no, I, I could see that. I could see... Uh, and that's, you know what you're going to be left with? Here are, your, here are your prominent schools. Baylor, Oklahoma State, Texas... I mean, nobody's, nobody's jumping out and down and getting warm fuzzies over that one. All due respect to my Baylor and Texas Tech friends. Well, then here comes Houston into the big play. Houston and SMU. Okay, so we replaced Texas with Houston. Yeah. Great. We replaced Oklahoma with SMU. Great. Yeah. I mean, I think it waters down. Uh, the TCU's in the back bathroom throwing up. Yeah. TCU's going, wait a minute, we gave this up. And, and I don't know. I just think it's, to me, uh, what I liked about this weekend is, and I Miami's relevant again. 
Uh, they're more relevant, my friend. They are relevant again. Uh, Our boy Manny Diaz, I was happy for him. I got to know him a little bit. I really like yeah, him. Yeah, Manny was here at Tech for a while in yep. Mississippi State and uh, Memphis, Tennessee. So Manny's, Manny's uh, well-deserved, and he's got that defense playing. Manny might parlay that into a head job. Manny's been in the mix for a couple of head jobs. Uh, uh, Manny might actually parlay that one into a head job. and we'll, I mean, You know, he could be the coach at FAU at Kiffin. Fails. Who knows? I, don't know uh, I think you might have a set set a little bit higher than that. He could. Tip uh, it. Note to uh, Arkansas, note to whoever, get on the lane train because uh, all right, you better get him early. Terry, do we have – we got just a few minutes here. Let's go real quick. The openings that we do have in the SEC, you name the coach, okay? We'll put you on the spot here with five minutes left. Tennessee, who gets it? Uh Tennessee, it would not surprise me to see them go. They need a they need a rock star. Maybe Frost is the answer there. I don't think so necessarily. Is he the rock star that Tennessee fan? Tennessee, it's it's like LSU, same principle, Jamie. I know who you want, but I know who's available. I know who you make and get. Maybe they go after Mullins. I, if I'm Tennessee, I'm I'm the president. I'm driving to Starkville today, and I'm gonna camp out at Dan Mullins' house, and I'm gonna do whatever I can to get Dan Mullins. Maybe you try to get, uh, maybe you try to entice Fuentes away from Virginia Tech. Maybe you go get the Memphis guy, uh, or any of those rock stars. Butch Jones was sort of a rock star. All right, so who does that? Who do you maybe go? Manny Diaz. Maybe that's the answer. Who do you go with at Tennessee? Uh, if I'm Tennessee fan, I want Dan Mullen. All right, then that leaves an opening at Mississippi State, and who makes who gets that one? Manny Diaz. All right. Who gets the job at Florida? That is a great one. Uh, you know, I honestly don't know. Maybe they go after an NFL guy. You know, I think Florida, look, Florida, is Chip Kelly, everybody's favorite is Chip Kelly or John Gruden or Steve Spurrier or, you know, Nick Saban or Bill Belichick or, or whoever the delusional uh, group out there wants. Florida has to have a rock star. So if I'm Florida, I go get the biggest rock star out there right now. Chip Kelly. No. I want the lane train. All right. I want Kiffin. Lane Kiffin at Florida. All right, so we, we won't worry. Either there or Texas A&M. I mean, I'm good either way. Well, A&M is still full at this point. It's still filled. All right, one more time. Ole Miss, you got a uh, wild card on that one? At Ole Miss? This is coming up. They're going to have sanctions that haven't been announced yet. The and... Pirates. Really? I think the Pirate at Ole Miss or Arkansas would be out. I think at Tennessee would be really intriguing. I think more so. Can't you see that guy being a cult hero at Ole Miss? I would love Leach at Ole Miss. Can't you see? I mean, Leach, Leach is Ole Miss in the sense that they have that chip on their shoulder. Yeah. And that guy comes in. Well, well, well. Finger playbook. Yeah. Well, well, well. You got Manny Diaz at Mississippi State, huh? Okay. I like Manny Diaz at Mississippi State. I mean. Okay. If it Mullen leaves, they go defense. Okay. Possibly. And I think he goes against an offensive coordinator and okay. Mississippi State stays relevant. Now, I'm going to throw a name at you that probably nobody has, has heard of at Tennessee, and it's personally my favorite, Jim Bob Cooter. Who is Jim Bob Cooter, you ask? Jim Bob Cooter is... For the record, I didn't ask. Uh, I, you could... And, and I Listen, folks, if you like that, just wait till I have a couple of cocktails in me uh, talking about Jim Bob Cooter. Uh, Jim Bob Cooter is a backup quarterback for... Was a backup quarterback at Tennessee, and backup, 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 I think. Uh, like he never saw the field. So he rode with the manager. Jim Bob Cooter, uh, you ask, is now the offensive coordinator for the Detroit Lions. Lions have a pretty explosive offense. Uh, problem with Jim Bob is he's never coached uh, 
been a head coach. That whole recruiting thing, you know. Yeah, he's never recruited. He's never been a coordinator in college. But my favorite, and it seems to fit on Rocky Top, Firebutch Jones, bring in Jim Bob Cooter. That is my favorite. That is the quote uh, I want to be remembered by if I don't make it and I die tonight. Jim Bob Cooter, please get the job at Tennessee. Both Tennessee fans just jumped off the building when you said that. You want all you guys that want Dan Mullen, remember the name. Jim Bob Cooter. Tennessee uh, Tennessee is like LSU. They're stuck yes. because they're fan and I don't think Tennessee's fan base here here's why the difference in Tennessee fan base and L S U fan base. L S U fan base has tasted success yes. at a pretty high level yes. in the last ten years. Tennessee I mean Tennessee is like the guy that used to date the supermodel. And they have the pictures up on the wall, but the pictures are sort of like scratchy and kind of turning yellow. And they're going, hey, remember when we used to, we were dating the supermodel. And then you realize and you look in your kitchen and like Roseanne Barr standing there. And you're like, God, it used to be so much better. Can we get back?